Hi there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Today, I'm back with another episode of our paralegal tips from other paralegals. It was a huge hit in an episode in May. It was episode 31. If you missed it and you want to go listen to it after this episode, that episode focused mostly on litigation tips. This one's going to focus on tips for working with attorneys and some other workplace tips. But before I jump into this episode, I want to take a minute to thank each and every one of you for your emails, for your comments, for your reviews of the podcast. It really makes it so worthwhile to me and rewarding. Along those lines, I want to announce that I'm looking to do more interviews on the podcast in the future. And if you'd like to be interviewed or know of someone else who fits into one of these categories, please email support at paralegal-bootcamp.com and let me know. First, I'm looking to interview a paralegal who's a licensed technician in one of the states that allows that. I'd like to talk to that person about what a typical day looks like how it's different than working in a law firm, or are you still working in a law firm, but just with different responsibilities, or is it just a different title? Second, I'm looking to interview an attorney who works with a rock star paralegal. I'd love to hear from them what that paralegal does that sets them apart from others and some tips that they could give to our listeners. And third, if you're a litigation paralegal who was part of a virtual trial in the last year or two, I think the listeners would love to hear how that was different than the typical trial and any advice that you have for them. And if you have other ideas on topics of, you know, interest or people of interest that you think would be a good fit for the podcast, email those to support at paralegal-bootcamp.com. All right, let's jump right in and give you seven tips from other paralegals. Our first tip comes from C. Williams. No first name, just the letter C. And that tip is, don't give up on being a paralegal. And this person writes, if you don't like your first job as a paralegal, don't give up. It might just be that the practice area is not the best one for you, or it might be the people you work with. Ooh, (laughs) they went on to write, if you find yourself not happy, ask if maybe there's another area that you want to work in. For example, I started out in real estate and I hated it. I almost quit my paralegal career. Then there was an opening in the litigation department. I'm so happy I did it. I've enjoyed being a litigation paralegal now for almost 20 years. Wow, that's a great tip. So thank you, C. Williams. You know, I see that happening more often than you'd think. You get out of college with a bachelor's degree in English and you don't know what to do. Someone tells you about their job as a paralegal. So you think that might be worth it. I'll go get a paralegal certificate. Then you started a job that isn't all what you thought it would be. Things are different in every law firm. Things are different working in a corporate law department than they are at a law firm or a government agency. But then they're even more different between practice areas. 
And then there's the difference between working at a small firm and a large firm. I know lots of litigation paralegals who didn't like the long hours and stress of getting ready for trial, and they left the profession entirely instead of considering whether or not maybe it was a different practice area. Okay, our next tip. Tip number two is from Susan Jaffe. So Susan, hi there. Susan's been a paralegal bootcamp supporter for quite a while. So thank you for this tip, Susan. She says, schedule time every day to respond to non-urgent email messages. If you stop what you're doing to reply to each non-urgent email as it comes in, you will never have the time to complete any other task that you're working on. Yes, great advice, Susan. Email is a productivity killer. And now in addition to emails, we've got Slack and other instant messaging that's constantly dinging at us all day. Turn it off for a little bit and check in on it, maybe once an hour if that's possible. I know it's not always possible depending on your work situation, but that's great advice from Susan because if you think about it, you could be sitting in front of your email until noon. And before you realize it, half the day is gone and all you've done is respond to emails. Okay, tip number three, this one came in without a name. The tip is when under pressure, maintain your cool. A stressed attorney does not need a stressed paralegal. Keeping your cool will assure your attorney that you can handle whatever task they are throwing your way. It may even help them become calmer in the situation and in future hot issues that they encounter. Great tip. I'll call that one, be the calm, not the storm. Shortly after I went into business, I was doing some management consulting with law firms. And at one of the firms, one of the attorneys said to me, my paralegal is great in every way except one. When we're working in a time crunch, whether it's a filing deadline or getting ready for trial, she stresses me out. She doesn't handle stress that well, and she verbalizes all of that stress to me. I need someone who works better under pressure. I'll never forget that. So great paralegal, but the paralegal stressed him out. So try to be the calm, not the storm. Okay, moving on to number four. This tip comes from Stephen Goodworth. Hi, Stephen. Known Stephen for a while or, you know, through the paralegal boot camp. He writes, Develop a solid rapport with your attorneys as well as getting to know their working styles. Each attorney will have a different personality, communication style, and preference in their final work product. It's so important for new paralegals to understand this and understand they will need to adapt to each of the individual styles for the attorneys they support. Oh, and you know what? I'm going to add one. So another one that came in very similar to that from MR, the initials MR. Fontenez. And that person said, no two attorneys are the same. Get to know the pet peeves of each one. So great tips. I'll add that when you're a new paralegal, this can be a big challenge because you want to do good work and you have a list of things to do and how to do them. And if you only work for one attorney, that might be possible. But if you work on a team that has five attorneys, every one of them will probably have different preferences in the final work product, like Stephen said different communication styles. And then just when you think you've got those down pat, a new attorney joins the team. Okay. Number five is from Terry Johnson. If you're listening, Terry, it's good to see your name on here. I've known Terry for many years. Her tip is never assume anything. Be willing to take a couple of minutes to pick up the telephone 
call and verify, especially if you're getting information off the internet, because this simple tip will save you a ton of time, unnecessary work, and frustration down the road. Contrary to what some people think, the internet is not the Bible. (laughs) Uh, It's the same for asking advice in paralegal social media groups. If it's the wrong advice and something gets messed up, it's not like you can say to the attorney, well, Sheila in our Facebook group told me to do it that way. So I remember something similar back before the internet. Wow, (laughs) I just dated myself. But back in the day, You had to pick up the phone and call the clerk of court if you had a question or drive to the courthouse. I remember one time calling the clerk because I had a question. I think it was on an out-of-state subpoena or something. I wrote down everything she said, but when I was doing the actual work, something was missing. So I called the clerk's office back and someone else answered the phone. That clerk gave me a different answer than the first one. Now, if I had gotten that project wrong, How effective do you think it would be to tell the attorney, sorry, I messed that up, but I was just doing what the clerk told me to do. So thank you for that tip, Terry, a reminder to verify everything. Tip number six comes from Sean Andrews. I recognize you from LinkedIn, Sean. Sean's tip is be aware of your presence on social media. Oh, that's a good one. In fact, In a previous episode, I talked about how social media can cost you a job. So go listen to that one. Some interesting tips in there. And last but not least, number seven comes from Alicia Kendrick. Hi, Alicia. And her tip is don't be afraid to ask questions. And Alicia's tip was very similar to an anonymous tip that we received that also said, There are so many tips for new paralegals, exclamation point. If I had to limit it to one, it would be ask questions if you are unclear about the tasks you are given. This is especially important if you're new or fairly new to the paralegal profession. I know sometimes it's hard because you don't want them to think that you don't know enough, but trust me, they won't think that. And you'll save yourself a ton of time from redoing work or fixing mistakes. So ask your questions up front. And along those lines, I'd add to that, carry a pad of paper with you whenever an attorney calls you into the office, because they're not just going to be calling you in there to chit chat. They're calling you in there to give you a project, to update you on a project, to discuss a case or a transaction. They're doing something or they're going to be doing something that will require you probably to take notes. So just carry a pad of paper with you. Now, I'll end with an even further tip on that. I recently, well, for Christmas, got a remarkable note-taking device, and uh, it was a great present, and I love it. And I think to myself, if I was a paralegal, I would have a remarkable with me. Because all my notes are in there. I can save notebooks on this. It feels like a pen when I'm writing on it. It's, you know, it's really saved me from probably a hundred different spiral notebooks. Because as anyone will tell you, I take a lot of notes, write down lists. I've got lots of paper usually around. And instead, I use this remarkable device. I would call it, it's a remarkable notepad. 
Um, but what's great about it too is I can sync my notes online and turn it into actual typed out text also. Okay, so there's our seven tips with a few bonus tips for you. And I want to thank all of the paralegals who take their time and effort to send in these tips for other paralegals. It really does help new paralegals and experienced paralegals. Have a great day. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.